your heads and welcome to the league exploring the league of legends lore from a to z my name is rebecca and i'm john my name is mark and today we're talking about the spider queen elise who was released uh october 26 2012 i assume for halloween yeah (laughs) (laughs) something like that yes yeah i think you mean the harrowing thank you oh yeah i'm sorry i always do like the events uh, and i do kind of vaguely remember elise coming out mostly just because she had an animated login screen and i think it was one of the first ones and her titties <laughs> they, they perfected the moving animation to get those physics right they really did <laughs> they're really swaying in that harrowing breeze i guess it's spooky yeah that's her spooky titties (laughs) it's hard to remember a time before we had figured out login screen animations but yeah they were static for the longest time i know yeah yeah, and now they're gone forever Hmm. i know what a bummer uh elise doesn't have much on the riot universe page she just has a bio and her flavor story and that's it except she has like at least one longer short story that's not linked on there at all yeah they got the old login screen on there but they don't have that shit (laughs) yeah john told me about this so i try to only consume what's on the universe page because i think it's fun to see what i learn compared to what the two gold miners learn (laughs) who dig deep (laughs) and apparently they can really say gold though like let's be clear (laughs) we're certainly mining but (laughs) i can't call you the miners that sounds weird (laughs) what's a what's something shitty people mine for we're we're the sump miners to keep it in more sump dredgers yeah (laughs) yeah but that's all she had uh i did learn that she's from noxus that was interesting i really always thought she was from the shadow isles i think you guys had mentioned that uh when we talked about it previously but yeah she just screamed shadow isles to me but no she's just hanging out in noxus does noxus give a shit she's there well because she hangs out in the shadow isles she's well, like she... she's noxian but yeah then she hangs out in the shadow isles it sounded like she went back and forth yeah yeah okay she, like she hangs there like you know hey i'm here now i'm back it's like she has a summer home yeah in, <laughs> in the <laughs> shadow isles we're going to si this year oh my god it's gonna be so killer and she's like, you know, she's noble Noxian even, so. Well, they don't care about nobility. She got now. dual citizenship. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just curious if, like, Darius knows she's there, like, you know, luring men to their deaths, or if they care. That's a good question. Well, okay, we should talk about it, because I think it, uh, I mean, spoiler for the, the Shattered Mance, I mean, we could argue as to whether or not maybe <laughs> Swain was involved in that. And, uh, oh, I mean, maybe that. I think that's just a crazy fan theory, but hmm. you know, he's like, well, he's always a contender for doing weird shit, so <laughs> he probably knows. I don't know. Okay, well, I can go through her bio real quick. Uh, I don't know how great my notes are going to be. I was immediately like not interested because it started talking about like noble houses, and I'm like, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> like you're a fucking evil spider lady like why uh, i don't care about your you know arranged marriage but anyway well she's not yet (laughs) uh elise is obviously several hundred years old because you know they can't just have like a 25 year old champion (laughs) they'll have to be immortal she was born to house kith kithara kithara kithra 
Kithara. Yeah, all those. Your None of you are helping me. Mine. Yeah. <laughs> I like Kythera. Kythera. You always make everything really dramatic, Mark. Whenever yeah. we can't pronounce something. Cythera. <laughs> <laughs> Her name's not Elise. It's Elise. <laughs> I'll go with Kythera. Anyway, it's an old Noxus house. And you know what? I'm never going to fucking say it again throughout the rest of the biography. <laughs> she so marries out of it. First she chance does. she gets. Yeah. So she marries a, a guy named Berholt. There's so many names here that I can't really pronounce. He's, but I like to hear them anyway. Yeah. Thank you. He's from House <laughs> Zav Zavon Zavon Zavon. Perfect. All yep. three. Zavon A Avon. <laughs> because there's it's Z A A V A N. So I'm gonna go with Zavon. Ooh, I like that. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, there's a cryptic sentence here about the marriage being, like, planned for many, many years by shadowy forces behind the scenes. And then that's, like, that's the only time that's brought up. I feel Black like. Rose. <laughs> Thank you, John. <laughs> uh, but no one really predicted that Elise would be uh, the one wearing the pants in the relationship, apparently. Her husband, Bear Holt. <laughs> Uh, grows to resent her pretty quickly because of this. He tries to poison her one night over dinner, you know, as you do. And he's very bad at it, apparently, because he's just like, I poisoned your wine and I only have the antidote. <laughs> so Elise, uh, you know, acts all weak and sad uh, just to stab him in the heart and grab the antidote because her husband was a dumb asshole. <laughs> uh, she is ill for a while, though. And she is visited by the Pale Woman at this point. She's from the Black Rose, which we've talked about. The Pale Woman, we assume, is LeBlanc. Is that it? I would assume right? so. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so Elise joins uh, and kind of does. She kicks ass. She's apparently very good at being in the Black Rose. She finds an important object, or she hears about, rather, an important object she thinks will help the Black Rose. It's the skull of an ancient warlord, <laughs> San Uzal. <laughs> And we'll make it easier for you uh -huh. in case you ever need to reference this. That's Mordekaiser. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> thank you. She finds Mordekaiser's skull, or she hears about it. She never actually finds it. Uh, it's supposed to be hidden in the Shadow Isles. However, she finds a spider god, Vilemaw, instead. I can say Vilemaw because it's two words that I know. Also, a real subtle name on Obtanium. <laughs> Right, especially when they like describe the cave oh, it's, yeah. where it lives as it looks like a vile maw. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I don't even think I realized that. Fuck, that's great. Uh, yeah, he bites her and then she becomes Spider Woman. Not that Spider Woman. Different but you know, the one we all know and love. She goes back to Noxus, kind of human form again. The only one left alive from this little trip she went on. And also, I think without Mordekaiser's skull. But, you know, she gets something else instead. These cool ass powers. The Pale Woman... <laughs> Uh, kind of sees this and she's like, all right, this is pretty dope and wants to use Elise as a way to travel between Noxus and the Shadow Isles. So the Black Rose provides Elise with sacrifices for her spider god, Vilemaw, and in return, she'll get any kind of cool Shadow Isles artifacts that she finds there. And they kind of leave it at that. She still lives in this old house that she shared and she sounds like she's a bit of an urban legend and she lures, you know, Noxian fellas there and you know, either kills them or sends them to her spider god, I guess. Yeah. Yep. And that's Elise. It reminded me a lot of Cassiopeia's lore, <laughs> I guess I'll say now. 
Yes, absolutely. It was basically the exact same lore, except Elise fucks. This <laughs> one I liked more because it seemed more... Like, th- this is kind of what we were talking about with Cassiopeia, where, like, man, she has all of these cool fucking new powers. Mm. Like, it seems like a society like the Black Rose would probably find some ways to make use of that, which, now that Elise has cool powers, it's the first thing they do. They're like, oh, we could use this. You're sexy, right? Go get us artifacts. We'll give you some fucking people. <laughs> Just- <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I mean, her lore matches her everything, right? Whereas Cassiopeia, it was like they panicked afterwards and yeah. were like, well, what do we do now? <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, I like getting more insight into like what the relationship is between her and the Black Rose. At the very least, it's a really reasonable reason that they like value that they see as far as like, yeah, getting to the Shadow Isles sucks ass even for them. I was going to say, to me, it's just a little more nebulous as to where, I don't know, she seems like she'd be pretty capable of getting dudes on her own. I wish I had a little bit more of an under, of, of an understanding of what kind of value she gets from the Black Rose. I know... Uh, go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say, that was literally exactly what I was going to say, Mark. Is I was going to say, I didn't really understand. So they say that Elise really admires the Pale Woman right away and wants to impress her, gain favor. But I don't really understand. Like she, We don't learn what she's getting out of this relationship, I guess. And Elise seems like somebody, you know, that would want that she you know she's not gonna about to follow someone just because oh they have a cool name you know (laughs) here's my guess it's not explicitly said but we know that the black rose provides her with people that will go with her to the the island um and that's what gives her kind of her eternal youth Mm -hmm. i think what she gets out of it that maybe she wouldn't without the black rose is people who either are not going to be missed or or somebody to i guess prevent people from asking questions as to why everybody who falls in love with Elise <laughs> ends up disappearing mysteriously. I, they I seem like, like the organization who's going to cover her tracks to let her do her thing. Yeah, I feel like she could find these people on her own. Regardless, she admired them even before she became this spider woman. You know what I mean? No. Um, and she was following them before that. So I guess I would just be curious. There's no line or anything about what Elise really... I don't know uh, what she really wants to gain out of this, except power, maybe. But I don't know. I just don't think it was... Out of the alliance or out yeah, of Yeah, the... yeah. Like, why Why was she immediately smitten with the Pale Woman, I guess, in a way, and lured by her? Because game respects game, man. You know, it's like, hey. <laughs> I guess, maybe. Stone Cold operators. Yeah. I don't know. It, yeah. it says that yeah. There is one them... bit in the other story yeah. that kind of points to maybe why again it's not explicitly said but like yeah yeah Yeah, i mean i could i could understand even if it is just an alliance that gives her more power but elise is i don't know she seems like a very strong-willed person and the idea of her looking at someone in admiration seemed um not out of character, but rare for her. So I guess uh, a little bit more emphasis on that would have been interesting to me. Yeah, definitely rare. Yeah, yeah, rare. And yeah, <laughs> I don't know. But I guess anyway. I can totally buy it. I'm I'm kind of fine with yeah. it being just a route to power because I know they, <laughs> they mentioned that even in the bio. Like I think it says, oh, here's a good way to get you know to level up. I don't know, but not so literally. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. 
I, I, I don't know. Another thing mentioned in the bio, and that this is, um, they mentioned the place of Helia or Helia. I assume Helia. Helia seems too on the nose, but I mean, Vile Maw is the name of the spider <laughs> god, John. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if two on so, the nose is... So maybe Helia, who <laughs> yeah. knows. Um, but in case this is the first time you're hearing of this, um, you know, city-state or town or, or whatever, I guess its technical classification is, this is the former capital of the Blessed Isles, which is now the Shadow Isles. Hmm. Um, Maokai, Thresh, Yorick, and Tyrus, whose rise is Old Master, are all from here. Oh. Pre-ruination. And um, Hecarim, Callista, and Karthus are currently from here post-ruination. So that's the the place mentioned in this story. That's that. It's kind of like okay. the, the center of all of this. And what's ruination? So we're going to get it a bit <laughs> into the ruination a bit late. Actually, probably soon now that Gwen's released. I'd imagine yeah. they're going to talk about the ruination in her lore. Yeah. But this is this is tied to the creation of the Shadow Isles, the essentially the transformation of the Blessed Isles to the Shadow Isles okay. because of, you know, Viego. 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay, I get you now. So it used to be really nice and then Viego came and ruined everything, as he does in game. Done gone. <laughs> if he's on your team, he's 0 and ten. If you're if he's not on your team, he's ten and zero. <laughs> And in case you haven't played or you hadn't played Twisted Tree Line before that was hey. removed from League, <laughs> Vile Maw is actually the barren monster from oh, Twisted Tree Line. God. It's the giant spider from there. Oh, yeah. man, I remember. I played very little Twisted Tree Line. They do say Twisted Tree Line literally in they the bio. Do. It made me squeal. It's <laughs> an exciting moment. Was- I wish I'd played more of it. And if you danced in the Vile Maw pit, mm. Vile Maw would dance with you. Yes. <laughs> truly that's on the wiki right or on youtube somebody's got that saved somewhere oh yeah oh, yeah, yeah. yeah i'm yeah. sure there are videos of it yeah for sure i guess overall her bio before we move on to a short story um it was it basically exactly what i expected from her knowing that she just kind of like is a temptress i guess uh yeah. it was it didn't really do much for me i guess yeah it was fine it was <laughs> i would say an upgrade a bit on her original lore yeah um, because her original lore basically she's just like the head priest of a religion oh. that worships the spider god, and oh. she takes followers there, and they're all excited to go there, and then they see Vilma, and then they're like, "Oh shit, I changed my mind!" Like, who did you who, think what? you were worshiping this right? entire time? So she like just... <laughs> they thought it was a guy who like collected spiders, right? <laughs> so she brings people there sacrifices them to the spider god and then while vile ma is sated after eating all the people she harvests venom from vile ma drinks it and that's how she stays forever young oh and then she just goes back and if anyone asks any questions she's like oh no those followers decided to stay at the temple and worship huh. with vile ma <laughs> so people don't get suspicious you know i Jeez. don't hate it yeah <laughs> well little fantasy horror Jonestown or something like that man it's a little <laughs> oh my god yeah uh, I, I actually find that a little bit more interesting than the my husband tried to poison me thing I don't know and and I will say actually the the short story one of the short stories we get the strand by Silken Strand um 
yeah, that one seems more tied to the old lore than the new lore. Oh. It made me curious. Yeah, okay. I wondered if that was just a a nuance, just like a, a flair to the writing. But you talking about the old lore, it's like, oh you know, yeah, that was definitely written for the old lore. <laughs> Never mind. Okay, interesting. So we can jump to that if we want to. The Silken Strand is the one short story that's actually linked on the universe page. Uh, does anyone have a summary of that? By anyone, I need Mark. I, uh, I didn't write summaries <laughs> this episode, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> Hell yeah. I guess we can kind of finagle it together, maybe. So yeah. this one, I actually, I, I have like a little bit on this one. There, there's yeah. not a ton. It's basically, it's through the eyes of one of the followers that has been lured to the Shadow Isles by Elise. Um, this just tells the story about how he's going with her to see the spider god, and he's deeply uncomfortable the entire time but keeps kind of being pulled along by... I mean, she's know, hot, you know? Like. She She's hot. She seems <laughs> to have some sort of power over him. He looks around, sees other people that are following along without any care of their own, mm. and he's kind of just suspicious the whole time, but unable to stop himself from moving forward. And eventually, like all the other sacrifices, <laughs> he ends up in the cave with Vilma, and Dunn gets sacrificed. Uh, a few things I liked about this, mm. I think, um, in the old version of the lore, it, it always kind of seems like the followers are just following because they're like, oh, I want to see, I want to see the, the old god. And it seems like once they get to the Shadow Isles, at least a handful of them should be like, oh no, this kind of sucks. I'm, I'm out. Like this is <laughs> sketch as hell. I like that they're addressing that, like, yeah, a lot of these followers probably are not comfortable here and want to leave, but they're kind of powerless to do that because Elise has this thrall over them, and even though they want to leave and they want to abandon it, they can't. Hmm. Every time they try to, she's just, like, pulling them back in. See, I find that less interesting. I I find it more interesting, the idea that Elise is a seductress just because of her charisma. Whereas that story makes it sound like she has some kind of magical ability that lures people in, which sounds, and we're going to get to it soon, uh, like Evelyn. (laughs) And I think it's more interesting that she's just charismatic in a way that she can lure people. Mm. I don't know. You know what I mean? Rather than it being a magical ability. Yeah. I definitely see both sides of that. My initial kind of Mm. gut reaction was more what you kind of said, John, where... In, in ways it enhances some of the horror of it of like not really even being in control of your own actions and I think more to your point it addresses the very realistic expectation that's like okay yeah this, she was cool like but I just bought her a drink we're not <laughs> now I'm at the Shadow Isle it's been a wild night I'm just gonna go home and watch Netflix I don't know yeah yeah Webflix Webflix <laughs> um, I guess what's throwing me off is well, I, well, this isn't the old lore anymore, so I guess it doesn't matter. But I think if, I think if she was leading kind of a cult, then uh, writing from the point of view of a member, it, again, it wouldn't be a magical ability. If you've mm-hmm. ever read from from someone who's been in a cult, the way they've been brainwashed is I, I could see them staying in the Shadow Isles. That's true because of the things people have done uh, when brainwashed. So, yeah, but anyway, this is, it's irrelevant now because <laughs> she's not in a cult anymore. <laughs> I don't know. I, I kind on... of agree with you, though. I will say, as you're talking about it, I think maybe that would have been a more, <laughs> a more elegant or interesting way of addressing 
some of the, the yeah. concerns that we've raised instead of just like, eh, it's got magic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, it's just uh, easier, I guess, mm-hmm. as a writer. It's just easier to be like, oh, well, they use sex magica. <laughs> They're here because she's sexy magic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, touching on the most important part of this lore, though, mm. at several points, the person who has been ferried to this island does mention the kind of the ferryman that drove them there who seemed a a bit off, a bit weird. And then at the end, you find that it is actually uh, just a bunch of spiders in a trench coat, and that made me yeah. so fucking happy. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think I saw that. I really was skimming this story. I feel kind of bad, but I was just like, oh, it's just a dude get being, okay, I know what's going to happen. So I like really wasn't invested in this story at all. But that's hilarious. And I hope they never retcon that idea. Not me neither. They should it's make that key. an ability, frankly. Oh, right? oh my god. <laughs> she can put out like some kind of humanoid form, but it's just a bunch of spiders. Oh, just like a fiddlesticks uh, thing, except when you walk into it, it collapses into spiders and runs away. A fucking I hate it. I hate this. I'm really sorry to everybody who does not like spiders for these visuals we are giving you. Oh, would, yeah, they probably didn't li- listen to this episode, I guess, to be fair. Oh, that's fair. I hope not. All right. So what is this magic story that you found that isn't linked anywhere? This So there's two, actually. What? Yeah. One, 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 there's, one, there's a lot. Like, it's a long story that should have been linked. The other one, I can see why it wasn't linked. It's very short. It was probably just on a micro site somewhere or mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, now that I think about it, it was uh, probably on a Legends of Runeterra micro site. I'm pretty sure it's tied to that. Yeah, I th- huh. I think it actually came off of they have a lore Twitter, and I think it came off that I I don't oh. uh, I don't use Twitter. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, I mean, I'll go over the short one first, just because we can knock it out real quick. Yeah, yeah. It's basically just a series of really short letters from someone named Lord Amet, who in Legends of Runeterra is the hapless aristocrat uh, attempting to court Elise. Good luck, bro. Yeah, he... <laughs> I mean, he's been to her place a few times, so oh, she's shit. apparently invited him over. In his letters, they kind of progress from like, I wish you'd have me over again, too. Uh, I loved it, but, um, you know, I could have my maid come and clean the cobwebs <laughs> from your house. They were kind of unnerving. <laughs> and then the next letter, he's like, I'm so sorry for killing that spider. I didn't realize that they were your pets. I noticed that one of them, like, I, I I can bring some gifts for them next time. I noticed that one of them was wearing a headband that another lord had given to his wife a few years ago. Oh <laughs> I, I can bring some gifts for them, too. Um, but, yeah, it's basically just an escalating series of letters from him trying to woo Elise. <laughs> wow. So I never imagined she would have people over more than once if she's right. <laughs> them she would kill them right away but i like the idea that occasionally she lets one in (laughs) just to play with like a cat playing you know with a mouse which is very on brand for the actual other story Mm. (laughs) yeah that's actually she is she's very cat and mouse and how she's playing with this dude yeah all right well who's gonna tell me about that one i didn't read it uh well i guess i was just gonna say about this one i really like the the tiara 
uh, <laughs> imagery, not just the idea that, you know, oh, <laughs> she's got somebody's shit, but that she's like putting it on the spiders. And it's like, right. How one spider has a tiara. How fucking big are these spiders that they're wearing a tiara? Big enough that his concern for them is warranted for sure. <laughs> I no no one in the world is sexy enough for me to go to their house after seeing spiders right? like that. It's like damn bitch, you live no like one. this guy. Sh- Ooh. <laughs> bitch, you live like this. <laughs> <laughs> I think Get that's why exterminator you- in here. Yeah, I think that's why you need to give her magic because mm-mm, I'm not fucking in Spider Palace. <laughs> I wonder if she bangs looking anyone. at me with all their fucking eyes <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so many fucking eyes there's like 800 eyes here <laughs> did you just spill whiskey on yourself John no oh certainly you not say- on my phone either <laughs> <laughs> in case that was going to be your next question <laughs> as you rubbed your phone on your pants <laughs> y'all are fucking messed tonight that's because Elise got us. Now he's channels. slurping peanut butter whiskey <laughs> off of his thumb. I won't waste it. <laughs> Anywho, Anywho, this next story is called The Shuttered Mance. Yeah, I, I can take that, do that one. I don't know how much she has in the way of uh, oh. AUs. So, uh, you know. So the courting disaster, by the way, those letters was by Rachel Williams. Yes. Looks like you have here. Yes, we do have credit for that one. And Strand by Silken Strand was Graham McNeil. Yes. Not credited on. Uh, this one is also yeah. Graham McNeil. Yeah. Not credited on yes, the universe. Not credited page. on yeah. universe. <laughs> oh well, you know, good job, Wiki. Once again. Uh, <laughs> but, 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 yeah. So shuttered Mance. Uh, so this one is essentially told from the perspective of a thief named Nyam. Nyam. How y'all feeling on that one? Nyam cat. Now Nyam-cat. it's your fuck. I'm but. surprised you didn't say Nyam. <laughs> <laughs> Yum, yum, the faceless. Yeah. <laughs> yum, yum, yum. <laughs> uh, God damn. Well, I'm never going to get through this. Let's see. So he. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> what is he doing? He's Steven. Okay, yeah. He um he had gotten a contract to go <laughs> steal something from the. Gosh, that name that you said earlier. The um the Zorro estate. Whatever it is that they're called, yeah. Elise's, Elise's mansion. Yeah, Elise's mansion, <laughs> yes. and he's in a very like almost seemingly abandoned part of Noxus. Um, like very little lights, almost no one's there, and it's a very spooky, you know, old abandoned mansion. And he he steps in and he starts, you know, skulking around trying to find what it is that he's after. And he has this sense of being watched and things following him. Um, he kind of stumbles into a banquet hall and lifts up and there's you know still like meat and food left on, left on the table and he opens it up and it's a dish tray full of spiders just all over some kind <laughs> of, of it's a regular haunted house and uh <laughs> he continues on eventually getting to a study that's been you know ripped to shreds and he finds a box with these it's like glowing it's like here's your quest item so he goes over and he unlocks <laughs> it, and inside is a an, an intricate hourglass that's swirling with blue smoke. And then Elise kind of shows up in the room with him. And, and during this time, there have been cuts to Elise's perspective, and she's kind of senses him coming in from the moment he shows up, and you know he's kind of hunting him. And um, like John said, doing a very cat and mouse kind of just like, oh, I'll just let him linger a little bit. This will be fun to enjoy the tension. Um, but they have, they have a little bit of a confrontation. The, the thief tries to leave. 
Um, and during the scuffle, the, the hourglass breaks, and all of a sudden, this gigantic, monstrous Shadow Isles ghost pops out um, that at least oh. refers to as a, a soul gorger. It's pretty cool because it also has a bunch of other half-eaten ghosts that it commands, like that it, it's in there eating on their souls while they're, they're all stuck in that hourglass. And so they, they all start kind of... This is a big action sequence. Um, uh, Nyam and Elise do get captured, and as they are... Uh, Nyam gets, like... He gets hit by the soul gorger. I forgot about this part. He gets hurt by the soul gorger, and as it happens, it starts to, like, kind of just automatically start killing him. And Elise talks about the touch of the Shadow Isles now just being inside him, and how it sucks away human souls. And so she injects him with some of her venom, and it kind of fires him up, and it's... I think it's interesting. It kind of showcases the the magical impact of her. Uh, what would you call? It? I guess persuasion, her charming effect, um, kind of playing against this supernatural like poison that's killing him, and how it's kind of pushing him to keep fighting. Uh, eventually, she gets her spiders to kind of wrap up the the hourglass that the soul gorger was in. It traps it inside, but it's not going to last long. And as Nyam is dying, um, she knows she's going to need a stronger vessel. Uh, Cut to her meeting with LeBlanc down deep underground, and she's handing over uh, the new vessel with the soul gorger, which is a human skull, uh, and has a very specific facial feature, uh, a cleft palate that Nyam had uh, had, had been mentioned that he had it earlier in the story. But yeah, that's 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 the summary of it at least. And there was there was actually a lot that I liked about this story, and to touch on a bit. Um, about what you said about how Elise is probably very infrequently impressed. They spend a lot of time in this story talking about how fucking good Niam is at, as a thief. How, like, he's his footsteps are imperceptible. He's stolen things from all the tombs in the world. He's kind of the... If you were to hire a thief and you wanted the job done right, like, he's the dude that you would go to because he's the best. And literally before he gets in the mansion, Elise knows he's there. (laughs) Elise senses he's there, and not only senses he's there, but with kind of her magic, senses like everything about him. He's like, oh, this guy is from... Uh, Shurima is where I mean, Shurima, yeah, like this guy's <sighs> this guy's from Shurima. He spent time in Noxus. Oh, I, I see. And like knows everything about him just by like before he's even entered the house. Well, she's not human. That's unfair. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess that's true. Yeah, but like, yeah, I guess the, the, the point being like, this was the best of the best and pff, he was a fucking punk. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like last week when we talked about how much better the, the Noxian spies were than that like little nothing town that tried to... I like how you said last week... Or like Even Draven like Week or Darius, Darius Week. Darius Week was like Darius four or five week. weeks yeah. ago, John. You know, the other week. <laughs> uh, kind of how we talked about this huge power imbalance there. Like, that was what we were experiencing here between yeah. Elise and the best of the best. However, later in the story, when she's handing this skull off to LeBlanc, it's said that she's in this dark tunnel, and then LeBlanc is just there. She speaks from the shadows, and Elise is like, I had no idea she was there and I had to <laughs> it took everything in me to not act surprised at the fact that this woman had somehow managed to sneak up on me through everything. Well, Blanc sneaks up on me all the time too. <laughs> uh, so like f- from that perspective too, I could see like 
if if that was something that was kind of perceptible to her the first time they had met, like, holy shit, she is on another level. Mm. I don't know what she's about, but, like, I want in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could see that. She just senses the amount of magic that LeBlanc has. Power level over 9,000. <laughs> wow, honey. <laughs> is that relevant still? Yeah, it's still relevant. It's new, right? Want. Yeah. <laughs> Have you guys ever heard of... <laughs> I think it's called uh, Dragon, Dragon Ball? Ballet? <laughs> I'm so confused why it's not on the universe page. I have no idea. I know. It's, yeah, it's, it's a shame. Because it doesn't seem like there's anything in it that they're wanting to take out. Did they mention LeBlanc by name? No, she was She's the pale the, woman again. The pale woman. So it's not like they dropped her name and were like, oh, well, let's take that out. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I mean, even and, like the details of, I mean, I think this seems pretty recent. I mean, Soul Gorger is a Legends of Rune Tarot card. Like, it, yeah. Oh. You know. Huh. And they mention having to, the reason they're meeting underground and they're meeting, the reason they're in such secrecy is specifically because they're trying to hide away from Swain, who is all up in their shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. Huh. Yeah, that's strange. I, do you think maybe Riot doesn't know? <laughs> you know, I mean, that's honestly, yeah. Don't attribute it to malice what can be explained with idiocy, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what is it, what's the theory about Swain, about his part in Elise's lore? Oh, I was wondering, I guess, John, was your read on who hired Nyam? I mean, that was kind of what I was wondering about, because... Oh, that was a, kind a, of the feeling I got. Yeah, it's, I mean, to even know about it would require a lot of a lot of information gathering ability I would assume and there's a specific line where Nyam and Elise are first kind of meeting and they're talking and and he says oh the man who hired me is quite powerful and mm. Elise is like the person who this soul gorger thing is for is also very powerful kind of like oh Swain and LeBlanc right there you go <laughs> yeah that, and they're on the same that, fucking council probably <laughs> right yeah <laughs> although that's also just a theory yeah that was that was the read I got on the situation huh but yeah, huh. because Swain would also hire the best. Like, yeah, it seems like based on the description they gave of this dude, it seems like there are probably few who can afford him. <laughs> he mm -hmm. seemed very good. Yeah. And he died like a chump. <laughs> he did a little bit. I was going to say, you know, if you look at it, he actually. Well, he did. He, Elise, he was kind of in He and Elise yeah. fought together. Yeah. Elise. You mentioned Elise has like a ton of powers of her own and probably doesn't need help. Elise <laughs> was gonna get get got against this thing. Like she she really despite the mini army of spiders she had helping her, uh, she really needed this like this random dude to help her fight this this beast. Well he's uh, the one who let it out in the first place. I disagree. Actually, I feel like she kind of did. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Actually, I didn't read the story. <laughs> I just don't buy what you all said. No, there's actually she, a She, like, really web-slingered it yeah. away from she him. She web-slingered it. And then, like, pulled it back. And then when she pulled it back, it cracked. It was kind uh, of on her, and she really. she even says, uh, what have you done? I'm like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was holding on to it. And some asshole web-slinged out of my hand. I mean, you know, he was there to steal it. Still on him, I think. She stole it first. From what, the true. Shadow Isles, though? Yeah. Eh. <laughs> what are they going to do with it? <laughs> Talk with it. Have fun with it. Um, so <laughs> I guess also, John, there's a bit at the start where she's talks about her dreaming of the ocean that she gets woken up from. And it she sees like a tsunami of darkness and extinction like washing out. So is that 
Is that just a harrowing? Is that the ruination, do you think? I feel like that's a ruination for sure. Because this this story actually, um, like you mentioned, that is a Legends of Runeterra card. I'm pretty sure this was like a November 2020 story. So this was was after they had, this was after the the Ruined King trailer and Mm -hmm. all that. So um, yeah, I definitely think this was kind of that, you know, hint to... Ruination coming soon. Huh. Interesting. Hmm. Wild. The pieces are starting to fall into place. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do we have any more thoughts on regular Elise before John takes a dive? Um, when you say takes a dive, it really makes it seem like... <laughs> I like it. Your deep dives. Before John plummets the podcast in the darkness <laughs> of weird high school AUs. Fuck yeah. Uh... <laughs> I would just say that I, I liked the end of it. Consuming Elise's lore, in my mind, was kind of like eating cotton candy. And that I really enjoyed it <laughs> in the moment. And I had fun with it. But I feel like it's lacking subsu- substance in, in kind of looking back on it a little. I could be wrong. I think maybe mm. I just... Um, I guess, like, all the, to me, the three stories were also really kind of kind of similar. We're, we're seeing... They're kind of horror pieces yeah. from the victim's perspective. And it's just kind of retread some of the same ground a little. Spring them all. Like each individual individual one was fun, I would say. Yeah, the feeling I got actually with all of these is that they are, in, unless they completely drop the thread, it does seem like they're working her up to have some sort of impact on the ruination lore mm. coming. Because like you mentioned, when she was having that dream where the flood was over, like the dark flood was overtaking everything, she does mention like, man, I... I really feel like this was kind of my fault, <laughs> too. So, <laughs> like, I, I don't know whether it was... Uh, I don't know whether it will end up being the type of thing where, like, oh, Vilema has received enough sacrifices that how he's going to... Hmm. Be, or she's going to be super powerful. He. Actually, it is he. Yeah. They do specify it to him yeah. with feminine features. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, sure. Yeah, those feminine spider features. Does he wear a bow? Like, what do they mean? He lacks the, the feminine uh, <laughs> body parts of a... Or the male body parts of a spider. Um, but I'm curious whether it will be a Vioma type thing or whether it will be an artifact thing because she has been smuggling artifacts from the Shadow Isles back yeah. to LeBlanc and it seems like potentially since Swain is aware of this, maybe Swain has also had people out doing this. So I'm curious whether it's going to be something with the artifacts that helps the ruination too. But it, it does seem like she's kind of being set up to be a more influential part of the ruination moving forward. I'll be super bummed if she's not. Yeah, I'm I'm like honestly I'm trying not to hold out hope because it from what I've seen of like what they're hinting at with the ruination, Elise has not been a part of it at all. It seems to revolve so much more around Viego and because it's about Viego, Senna and Lucian as well. Um so and all the characters from that Ruined King trailer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it would be nice for Elise to have some kind of part in this. It would make sense as she is like binding the shadow isles to out you know the outside and that seems like it would have negative side effects <laughs> yeah yeah she's kind of the one f- i don't know if we have any other character that travels so freely between yeah shadow isles and the mainland i don't know enough about the others so this is our first shadow isles champion really so i don't know well, yeah that's a very good point 
we should keep an eye out. And it's like welcome in both, as opposed to like Mm. Lucian and Senna have spent some time on the Shadow Isles, but they are not. They're not (laughs) welcome there. Obviously, (laughs) they're not vacationing there. (laughs) (laughs) She's kind of like the the blade of the the Runeterra universe. Mm. Yeah, kind of. I don't know. Callista will show up other places, though, won't she? It's from what I. Who knows. I thought she did. Mm, that's true. But she's more of a weird spirit thing. And I don't know. We'll get to it. We'll figure it out. We'll get some Shadow <laughs> Isles people in the, K, in the Ks. So. Yeah. Um, I guess overall, at least for me, I feel kind of bad. I think that her story is just not one that is full of tropes that I particularly enjoy. The idea of a seductress isn't really my thing unless maybe it's done in a very particular way and i feel like in this case i didn't find it that interesting uh i want it i I would love to find it more interesting because i'd like you know horror in league as a horror fan but i didn't find any of it very horrific (laughs) i guess (laughs) yeah i think the the only for the record the only last bit of lore before we dive into Mm. AU's 2 that we didn't necessarily talk about was spite called the spider god um this isn't lore that was on any particular page. This was the lore that Elise voices on her login screen. Oh, okay. Um, which again is basically, this could basically be seen as another version of that Strand by Silk and Strand story. It's just kind of telling the story of her walking <laughs> to the Vile Maw Cave with some sacrifices. Mm-hmm. So like, it's not, we're not breaking new grounds here, but... <laughs> Uh, it, that exists. I forgot about that. It is also that. uncredited. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. You know, as you mentioned that, I think what I'm seeing with Elise that maybe bugged me is that they don't <laughs> seem to know what to do with her. <laughs> they, they can write one good story about Elise, and they're just going to keep writing that story. <laughs> that, yes, this, that's what it feels Brahm, like. This is that Brom saving the troll all yes. over again. Oh my gosh. Yes. I feel like Brom can fit in so much more, though. I think a problem with Elise is that if you try to put her just anywhere else in the lore, it she just doesn't fit. It's just like she just stands out a little too much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I think if maybe she didn't look so... Gosh. This is not so much her lore specifically, <laughs> but the way her costume is designed, it makes it mm-hmm. like, like it's impossible. I can't see her, you know, interacting with anybody who's not a ghost or a spider or some shit. Yeah. Right? No, I agree completely. Yeah. I honestly don't really like the look of Elise. Um, yeah, probably for a lot of reasons. But and that is definitely one of them. I she doesn't fit visually in anywhere else besides her weird mansion, I guess. Yeah. Right. Which that's okay, but we're not going to get anything interesting out of it if that's the case. Yeah. I mean, she's literally just sitting around waiting for shit to show up. She's the Venus flytrap <laughs> of champions. <laughs> right? What male is coming in now that I can murder? <laughs> I think that's it. It's it's also weird, I guess, that her gameplay doesn't have anything to do with any of that aspect, right? Like, you like think no of, charm or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, I would I, feel more. To, detached yeah i i think um her being a temptress is it, it isn't fitting and i i kind of do wish her lore was something else besides that <laughs> um, yeah kind of like with cassiopeia i guess yeah more monstrous i guess i would prefer more of a monster in elise's case and i mm. i think i felt that way about cassiopeia as well uh yeah mm. i don't know 
So uh, Elise is part of two kind of cinematics. She is in Ignite, which this is this is actually the odd one. Uh, Ignite, if you haven't seen it, is basically an animation along to the song Ignite by Zed that goes over some Not highlights from <laughs> Z-E-D-D, um, <laughs> that goes over some highlights from previous worlds. And the clip with Elise is from 2013 Worlds Group Stages with uh, TSM against uh, OMG, where Odd One has a pretty epic Baron steal. In the video, for the record, it looks like Elise is kind of standing on the back of the Baron pit and then dives in for that steal in the actual game. He literally just fucking walked in through the front door of the Baron pit and then just smite stole. <laughs> I feel like I remember this. And, like, I, it's blowing my mind that this was 2013. Yeah, so Like, long we've been watching East, like, <laughs> like Worlds and stuff for so long. It's cra- and for the record, in case you're wondering, TSM went on to lose that game. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Not shocking. <laughs> um. And then she shows up again in the Make History cinematic, which was the 2018 mid-season Invitational trailer. Once again, it's got Elise. It it features Elise stealing Baron with Smite, though this one it's less clear who's actually doing it. You can only see the back of the person's jersey. It had either a black jersey or like a navy blue jersey with like a red claw, like scratch mark over the back. Um, so I, I don't think it was the odd one steal again. Although I did look it up. 2013 was when TSM was sponsored by Snapdragon. God. So maybe they like, maybe they <laughs> had that on the back of their t-shirts to be thematic. I don't know. Maybe it's a different team entirely. It did look familiar, but you, I couldn't put my finger on the you team. really dug into this. I really wanted to know what team it I was think referencing. you were the only one who cared. <laughs> Oh, well. <laughs> no, but I'm glad you shared it. <laughs> Man, it has been so long since I've heard the words TSM and Snapdragon. <laughs> right. I so, completely uh, forgot about that. You got me so <laughs> fucked up everyone, right now. <laughs> everyone still called them TSM. <laughs> God damn. Wow. You unlocked some like hidden memory in my brain just now. <laughs> Thank you for sharing, honey. You're welcome. I'm sorry I said you were the only one who cared. <laughs> Moving on to the AUs. First one is the Eclipse Death Blossom one. Uh, so, long ago, an order of monastic knights slew the vile gods of the old world using esoteric powers granted by the moon and sun. Now the world has grown dark and violent as those self-same deities prepare their return, challenged only by the light of the eclipse. Now... Death Blossom Elise is part of this skin line, and her little blurb is, uh, An enchanting beauty she is, lithe in form, and colored like the flowering valleys, frozen mid-bloom by winter's chill. Yet the creature Elise dines upon. Yet the creature Elise dines upon the flesh of maidens, allured by her delicate paltritude. Didn't look it up, don't care. <laughs> who dance softly into the jaws of a monster. <laughs> Uh, okay, and then- well, I need to look up Pulse. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. It sounds like a scent, like... Yeah, maybe. Pul- it's like chicken that smell, like poultry-tude. 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 Beauty. 
Oh, wow. You could <laughs> that probably is a just say beauty, huh? Horrible word to use. Pa- Paltritude is the opposite of what I think about when I think of beauty. <laughs> it's, it sounds too close to putrid. Yeah. It sounds too close to. Oh, hang on. Pulchritude. 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 Also still Don't not like good. It. Someone had their thesaurus open when they were writing that one. And chose and... the worst one. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of words for beauty. Like, so many words so many. for beauty. And pulchritude is not the right choice. Mm-mm. Hard pass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, next up, we have Blood Moon. So we talked about this one a little bit before. Um, this is an ancient cult seeking irresistible power. It surfaces on nights of the Blood Moon to perform profane esoteric rites, merging their flesh with demonic spirits and becoming one with an ever greater darkness. Gross. Uh, like I mentioned before, like Spirit Blossom, this is an actual event in Ionian culture for Runeterra Prime, but it's also an AU universe. Uh, and I did look up this bit. This actually originated from the Journal of Justice, <laughs> issue 22, where it was referred to as the Festival of Fire. Uh, the little blurb they had there was, Together we identify that which plagues us as we enter the darkness of night, which we call facing the blood moon. We confront them as one. With the rising of the sun, our fears and woes are cleansed, our spirits rekindled. Some uh, some classic Journal of Justice lore right there. <laughs> how many uh, how many issues of the Journal of Justice were there? Do you know? Mm, I don't know. I think it was in the 30s, though. Yeah, I was curious. I wonder this how was, many this was on know. the tail end. <laughs> uh, so, Blood Moon Elise is part of this. She was a revered priestess of the Blood Moon cult. Elise had so wholly intertwined her body with the demon spirit that they're now a single entity. She's traveled beyond all known civilization, existing in the apocryphal darkness hanging beyond the precipice of the world. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty serious. <laughs> uh, next up, we have Super Galaxy. I, I don't think I knew Elise had a Super Galaxy skin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't either. What the fuck? Hold on. I gotta look at what this shit Right? Now I need to look this up because it just so goes against what Elise looks like to me. So this is a series of parallel universe skins featuring champions as galactic superheroes. Now, in case you're thinking, Elise, she's not a hero. You're right. Uh, Super Galaxy Elise is the only non-hero of the entire skin line. Uh, Once a promising cadet, Elise discovered that her metamorphic power enabled her transformation into a mechanical arachnoid at will. Now she seeks to reign as an evil, immortal spider queen, seeing all the galaxy not as a home to defend, but as a realm to be conquered. It's pretty dope. Look at this cosplay. Oh, damn. That's a good cosplay. Right? Oh, sure, that's pretty good. Uh, so, fun fact about this is Super Galaxy Gnar, during his backing animation, is actually fighting off Elise Spiderlings. Ooh. Yeah. Did that come out before? Was that like a tease? Or did they release at the same time? I actually don't know what they released. I assume they, you know what? I don't know. I assume they came out at the same time, but but maybe it was kind of like, they were just like, oh, what are monsters he can be fighting? And then they were like, oh, shit, we chose spiders. Yeah, now we got to yeah. add Elise. <laughs> that's, that's I don't know what the order of operations there was. <laughs> uh, but the last one she's a part of is Harrowing, uh, which is the Bewitching mm-hmm. Elise skin. A witch of some renown, Elise is widely feared by trick-or-treaters after that whole human-sized cocoons incident. <laughs> now that skin does things for me. 
her her regular default splash, meh. But bewitching Elise, the Super Galaxy one's pretty hot too. Yeah. Now I did go through her quotes. I couldn't find any that were particularly interesting, but I did find some fun bits of trivia that maybe you're interested in. Maybe you're not. <laughs> we gotta fucking listen anyway. But you're gonna hear them. <laughs> So she is one of only 10 champions to actually have a victorious skin. So this is awarded for hitting a rank of gold or higher in a specific rank season. And do they still do this? They do, yeah. Oh. Last one was Lucian for 2020. God, do I have to play ranked? Apparently. I thought I hit gold. <laughs> I'm too bad. Victorious Elise was the 2013 skin. Shit, that's She's old. one of the first ones. Yeah, I have that one. I think uh, oh, we, shit. Shit. Tree, Look, I think we did the gold. Twisted Tree Line dash. Oh, oh, right. <laughs> I feel like I remember. That was, that. yeah. In case you missed Twisted Tree Line, that was, that was what people did if they were trying to get that victorious skin mm. before the season closed. They'd do that Twisted Tree Line hustle because there were less people who played it. Uh, it was easier to hit gold. Mm. Yeah. Also shorter. Huh. And you can do it with less people. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. You can finish a game in like yeah. 20 minutes, plow through. Mm. <laughs> Uh, she's also the first champion to have a monologue during her loading screen, which, as we mentioned, was the Spider God piece of lore. Uh, since there have been three more, but she kind of started it off. Uh, she also, she had unique quotes on Twisted Tree Line if you captured altars with her, which this was before the whole... Every champion has a ton of quotes for specific events that happen in game thing. Like she came around before all that happened. So this was this was pretty neat at the time. <laughs> uh, but if she was stealing altars, you'd hear a voice say, Your power is not worth the price, Elise. Or your humanity traded away, and for what? Or if you are on the other side of the map and they were cool with Elise. <laughs> the spider welcomes you, Elise. Or we thank you for your gifts, Elise. Huh. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Twisted Tree Line was kind of... God, you're making me miss Twisted Tree Line. Not that I would ever right. play it. Shit. <laughs> I know, right? Same thing with like Dominion. Like, man, I miss it. Didn't play it, but man, I miss yeah. it. <laughs> Maybe... I miss like the idea of yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I just miss like the theming. I wish... I know why yeah. they don't do it, but I wish Summoner's Rift got you know fun theming again me too for the record the tft is releasing a kind of a faster mode um it's on pb right now i think it's coming out with the ruination release uh, next patch but they have a mode where you have significantly less health and you lose a set amount each match and someone got in game and typed in chat what is this game mode even and I said, it's fast, it's fun. Um, but nobody got the joke because <laughs> that was Dominion's old tagline. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know if I would have gotten it. Well, I, I know now because you guys have made that joke before now, but yeah. It's fine. Being phased I'm sorry. out, man. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh,. The original character design for Elise was actually a canceled champion named Priscilla, the Aww. Spider Queen. Uh, while Priscilla was never actually released, Dominion did launch with an item called Priscilla's Blessing huh. that would boost your movement speed and spire capture time. How come we don't have any spire capture time items now, right? With the foot. <laughs> right? Come on. <laughs> For when that rare occasion there's a Skarner in your game. I know, right? 
Now the last bit of trivia is there are several unique gameplay features that Elise has. She's one of less than six champs to have any of the following attributes, and she's the only one to have all of them. Mm. <clears throat> she has access to both her ultimate and a basic ability at level one. She swaps between being a melee champion and a ranged champion. By the time you hit level 18, you will have a total of 19 ranks of your abilities because of that free one you get at level one. Mm. Uh, she is one of only a handful of transformation champions who can transform before level six. Uh, she's one of a handful of champions who has more than four total abilities. And she is one of only two champions who has an ability that shares a name with her official title. Spider Queen. Really? Is it Neat. I'm trying to think which one it is. Is it the W when she's a spider? No, that's Chittering Frenzy. Fuck, what's it called? I've, I've never played Elise. Well, I probably have an ARAM. Oh, it's actually your passive. Fuck. God damn it. When Elise's abilities it's... hit an enemy, she gains a dormant spiderling. Okay. And it's hmm. Skittering Frenzy, so I didn't even get that right. Fuck. Oh, uh, <laughs> you were close, man. It's all right. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, the only other champion that does is Vayne. Night Hunter. Night Hunter. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I was thinking Vane the Vane. I'm like, wait, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her cue, the Vane. <laughs> it's like a weather vane. Just pull out. <laughs> <laughs> a weather vane. Oh, can we get a weather vane vane skin? <laughs> That'd be great. Oh, we haven't come up with a silly skin in a while. <laughs> All right, any, any uh, final thoughts on Elise? Well, I want more of her for the ruination event actually this isn't about elise specifically but it's probably worth mentioning i know i threw it up in the discord um one of the writers for league just made a twitter post saying that basically everything that they've been working on for the past few years is all about to drop all at once (laughs) very soon so there's going to be a very big lore drop, which mm-hmm. almost assuredly is a ruination lore drop, could mean that we're getting the Ruined King game at the same time as the patch comes out. Who knows? Either way, we're getting a ton of lore real soon. Yeah, so I- I'm trying to think of what we would do with this. I feel like, you know, we'll just address what's in this big drop when we get to the champions it pertains to. If a champion we've already happened to do is a big part of it then we can maybe do a revisit this is something we've talked about kind of behind the scenes like if they suddenly were to release like a you know a brand novella what would we do well we would just do an episode separate and brand part two yeah have a brand revisit you're gonna get get the brand back together (laughs) (laughs) we have to end this episode (laughs) we're done mark is kicked out Yes, but if Elise happens to be a massive part of it, maybe we'll do a, another episode about Elise. I feel like that's the best approach. I don't know. Yeah, sounds good. Sure. Yeah. Even if it can be a shorter one, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, Mark, do you have any thoughts about Elise? I mean, I think Hopefully we Hopefully they're were... not puns. <laughs> I think her placement's <laughs> real unfortunate because Evelyn's going to be doing the exact same thing. So. Yes. <laughs> we'll see who's better, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, I agree. 
All right. Well, that that's Elise. Thank you so much for listening. If you could leave a review uh, wherever you listen, that'd be fantastic. You know, if you listen somewhere that has reviews. <laughs> we also have a Twitter now. It's at Loreheads. I'll be posting episodes there. If you want to kind of have discussions about it, you could do that, uh, you know, underneath in the thread. I don't, I'm not good at Twitter, but I'm trying my best <laughs> there. <laughs> and we do post these on YouTube if you ever want another place to listen or to have a conversation in the comments. Uh, all of three of us check the YouTube comments. So you might occasionally see uh, Mark or John just on their personal YouTube accounts talking to people there. <laughs> Yeah, um, but that's it. And join us next week when we'll be talking about the exact same plot (laughs) storyline when we cover Agony's Embrace, Evelyn. 